Hello, everyone. Welcome to High Vibes and a Mic. We are your hosts, Sylvia Madden and Veronique Ananter, moms in our 40s and 50s with lots of great spiritual insights and funny stories to light up your day. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. for podcast this is veronique and sylvia hi sylvia hello hi everyone and today we have our first international be careful international (laughs) guest (laughs) from europe Mm. (laughs) i live in portugal right (laughs) so let me introduce uh to you my friend jessica hi jessica Hi, nice to be here. How are you guys? Yeah, we're good. We're very happy to have you. So uh, Jessica and I used to work together uh, a long time ago uh, in the tech industry in the Bay Area. She used to live in in America before, and now she's uh, living in Portugal. Where in Portugal? Where do you live? Uh, Oh, God. So southern Portugal. Yeah, where all the beaches are at and stuff. Oh, yes, mm, I nice. see your picture all the time. I'm so jealous. <gasps> it looks fabulous. <laughs> we have to come visit. I swear, we yeah. have to go. I because... honestly, I think it's like California. I feel like it's the California yeah. of Europe because it's by the coast. It's even got the same shape almost. And then you mm-hmm. have San Francisco, that's very much like Lisbon with the trolleys and the big city and the everything is so close and the windy okay. roads. And then oh, yeah. mm-hmm. where I am is literally because it's southern Portugal is just like SoCal, full of beaches, oh. summer, it's touristy. Yeah. It's- <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. Nice. Now, I want to go. So Sika uh, is Brazilian, so she really have to go. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Day. Just it's here now, too. Just said another Brazilian there. Yeah, but then I'll come back. I just <laughs> not gonna stay. But yeah, I know a lot of Brazilians there in Portugal now. So oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, yeah. my mom is going for a birthday with my brother in uh, two weeks. They're going to a spa and hotel and spa and they're going to Lisbon and she's really excited. She's going to visit, you know, Lisbon and everything. Oh, so yeah, good spot to go. I hope she has fun. I'm sure she will. Oh, she will. <laughs> she will. Uh, so um, yeah, so today we have Jessica because Jessica is a uh, so introduce yourself, Jessica. Who are you? Yeah, yeah. Who, who am I? Well, yeah, oh, there's, who are you? there's so many layers to that. I know. <laughs> so physically, I was born as Jessica. <laughs> yes. Okay. Jessica, mm-hmm. And I am originally from California, like Veronique said. And I'm married. Well, soon to be, you know, not so married. <laughs> I don't know that, but you're married, sweet not to be married, okay? Um, I have a daughter, and 
I was born and raised in California, and I now live in Portugal because I am Portuguese. Um, mm -hmm. We've always wanted to live in Portugal, where we came from, our roots and whatnot. Nice. So I've been living here. December will make six years that I that I moved out here. Oh, time flies. And, mm. Yeah, <laughs> time does fly. It's crazy. Yeah, time flies. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've I'm I'm a spiritual coach, so I'm a twin flame and spiritual coach. So I teach about spirituality, but primarily twin flame relationships, which is a very very divine spiritual relationship. It is the most spiritual relationship you can have with somebody. Okay. And so after meeting my twin flame, I went in the rabbit hole of finding out what it was, became spiritually woken up. And now mm -hmm. I'm teaching other twin flames how to navigate the journey and what it's all about. And I love my job. I, I yeah. love what I do. So I'm just trying to help people. I mean, I, I've always been spiritual, right? I've, mm -hmm. Since I was a little girl, I've always been spiritual, had various spiritual awakenings, but with the twin flame, it awakens you on a deeper level. So now I'm like really fulfilling my mission and helping people. So I'm doing okay. what I want. Yeah, I can see that you love your job because I can, you know, I look at your, I watch your videos and I follow you on TikTok and you can see you know, in your eyes, you know, you're really animated and you really, and you will tell people, you know, when you give, sometimes you give advice and you're like, you know, I don't want, I'm not saying that because I want to take your money or I want you, you know, to, right. to ask for a, a concession or anything. I'm telling you because this is true. This is what I believe. So I really, I can feel, you know, that you really believe, you know, what you're saying. That's for sure. Um, so personally, uh, so I've known you 20 years and uh, I I used to follow you, you know, on Facebook or on your uh, guided, guided space, right? So that's your website? Yeah. Guided space. Uh, and you used to write about a lot of things. I really like to do spiritual things. Right. And a lot of videos on dance. You, you love to dance. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. so I this is why I say there's so many layers to me. Yes. I grew up in like in an environment of entertainment, right? So my mm -hmm. because my parents sing and I actually kind of feel like my parents are twin flames, but that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> and, and so my parents sing, so I grew up with that, you know. So I I grew up singing, I grew up on stage, you know, performing, yes. dancing. That was like, I felt like I was going to be famous in the arts industry mm -hmm. as I mm -hmm. got older, but I knew that that was not, it was, I knew that it was a very toxic industry and that I wouldn't mm -hmm. be able to handle it. So I was like, I, I know I'm going to be big somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, you just know, you just know, like from mm -hmm. your soul, like, mm -hmm. I know I'm here for a big mission i don't know what it is but it's something big like i'm going to i feel like i'm going to impact people's lives so okay. growing up, i thought that it was going to be in the entertainment industry like acting and making a difference in the world like oh i want to mm. i want to be famous so that i can make enough money and help the poor that was literally my mission mm -hmm. as a kid that's I, nice I did dead serious but of course <laughs> wow. it didn't work out god had a yeah. it's such a competitive also environment you know entertaining and it's toxic. It is. I, yeah. yeah. I'm glad Especially I did. as a child. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I did things in the arts. Like I was on I was on Broadway. I was an extra in a movie. I you know, <laughs> I got two different things in the in the in the industry. Industry. But I yeah. I'm glad I didn't go far, far to where it became toxic and Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for me, I follow, you know, that little part of your life, okay? <laughs> Stay in contact, you know, on Facebook and everything. And one day I'm, I'm on TikTok and I see all about these twin flames. So I'm like, what is this? 
So, uh, you know, yes, I, I want to know too. We want to know. I have so, no idea. Okay, what's the twin flame? So, a twin flame. I mean, it's it's hard. How much time do we have, by the way? We have the time. <laughs> of the, if we if we don't have the time, we do a part two. What's yeah. a twin flame? <laughs> a twin flame is essentially like it's hard to explain to someone who's not on a twin flame journey. Mm -hmm. um, because it sounds so out of this world when you try to explain it because it's spiritual. And so mm -hmm. the the definition of it would be like, oh, it's it's a soul split in half into two bodies. And people are like, mm -hmm. okay. what? Like, I remember uh -huh. when, I, when I thought I was on a twin flame journey many, many years ago, I thought I met somebody who was my twin flame and I heard about it. But that definition didn't hit me right. Like it didn't feel right because it wasn't my real twin flame. So okay. only when it's your true, true twin flame that you're like, yes, and I have zero <laughs> this is my twin flame. So essentially, mm. it's somebody that awakens your soul. So when you meet this person, you know, you have like just instant shock and recognition. So, for example, in my case, I met my twin in 2009, but nothing happened between us. We didn't date nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until we reconnected. 13 years later, so last year, um, mm -hmm. and upon like reconnecting, you know, I was like, oh, I wonder whatever happened to him where we were old friends or whatever ish, right, online. Yeah. And then seeing his photo, I was like, <gasps> you know, it was like a, yeah, I've never mm. had that in my life. Okay. And, <laughs> and I, wow. I've always been kind of boy crazy, but I'd be like, <laughs> oh, damn, he's cute, right? But that's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, as soon as I saw him, I was just like, <gasps> and my heart literally <laughs> felt like it dropped to my stomach. So and wait, because you saw him again in the picture, like on Facebook or something like that, you saw picture. him. Just a picture. But did you have this 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 impression when the first time you met him as a friend? Yeah, did you have this? Is, I don't remember. I remember thinking oh. he was very cute, but mm -hmm. I was also distracted because I was dating another guy. I was 24 years old, you know, yeah. like. I was dating somebody else. I'm trying to have fun. I met him on the island where he was stationed. And I wasn't trying to, like, mm -hmm. you know, do anything, like, have anything serious with him because I was too distracted with whatever, like, drama was going on in my life at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So then upon reconnecting with him, I was just like, oh, I wonder what happened to him. I was watching Purple Hearts and I thought of, like, the military guys that I liked. He was one of them. And I saw and I was like, <gasps> what yeah. yeah so it That's shocks uniform. me it is yeah <laughs> uniform. Um, yeah so it essentially shocks you to your core and okay. obviously everybody has a different experience some people don't get that instant shock right away but it's usually it's kind of like in the eyes that they see each other they're like what is that mm -hmm. what you know and it stops them kind of like what happened to me and and so then afterwards there's the bubble phase where you're talking and you're getting to know one another and it's like super intense and passionate and people feel so comfortable talking to their twin flame. It's very like, like they feel at home with them and they start talking and talking and talk. We call it word vomit. So we like just spill out everything because mm -hmm. we feel so comfortable talking to that person. But then what happens is, it is, it shocks the divine masculine. So in, and divine masculine, divine feminine is not based on gender, but it's okay. based on like who has the more masculine energy and who runs, that would be the divine masculine. Okay. So 
in this little bubble phase, it shocks the divine masculine to run away. So they usually block you or they run or they ghost. Yeah. Really? It sounds almost so it's kind not of immediate for both of you no, at the same time. Here's why, because it has to make the divine feminine wake up and focus on herself and mm -hmm. like tap into her spirituality. And this is why I say this is the most divine spiritual connection you can ever have with someone. And you can only have this with one person because they're literally your other half. So you know how people oh. say like, oh, I found my other half or I found other my, half, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. we actually have many soulmates. So your twin flame is literally your other half. And this is why sometimes we say like, oh, he's like the guy version of me. She's the girl version of me because mm -hmm. that's what it feels like. It feels like you, but in another body. And it just <laughs> like shocks you to your core because you're literally meeting your other half. And mm. so when you, you know, you have this love bubble phase and you're talking usually on average for six to seven weeks, the divine masculine at some point gets activated because he gets so scared of the intensity of where it's going. So he runs for the hills. Like old man. I know. <laughs> <Always running. laughs> like on a 3D logical mind, you're kind of like, what the hell? Like, why would he run away from me? Like, you know, you were saying this and you were acting like you liked me. A lot of a lot of women or a lot of divine feminines will go through this because it's their ego. Mm -hmm. Their ego is being shattered. Their ego is being so shattered. And so what happens is that then the divine masculine running away makes the divine feminine go through what's called dark night of the soul. Yeah, I was is, going to ask about that. Yeah, so what is dark night of the soul? Dark night yeah. of the soul is literally hell. It's, it oh. is your darkest. Yeah, this is why I say like people always say, oh, I want to meet my twin flame, but they don't realize the process. Mm -hmm. That you can meet your twin flame, but you're going to go through hell and back to be, to get to where you need to be, to be in union with your twin flame, because it's not as easy as a soulmate. Okay. No. So only one person is um, getting the dark night of the soul. Why is the other one? No, 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 no. Both people go through Both it. Both people. Divine, okay. Yeah. So the divine feminine goes through it first. She, cause it shocks the divine, or yeah, I shouldn't say she, cause sometimes it could be a man, but mm -hmm. the Divine feminine go, has to go through dark night of the soul to work on themselves, to have that self-love, to be spiritually awakened, to connect with God, to connect basically with their higher self, to become the best version of themselves. Okay. okay. Once mm -hmm. they're like in alignment with themselves, this then triggers the divine masculine to also go through dark night of the soul. Mm -hmm. And here's where it gets a little tricky. Sometimes the divine masculine goes through it around the same time the divine feminine does. Right. Okay. But usually it's much later. Usually it's later. Sometimes like I felt like my divine masculine was kind of going through it two months after only because I could feel his energy. Like mm -hmm. I was fine. And suddenly I could feel that he was crying. Oh, really? Yeah. Because so that's can... really your other part. Oh, wow. That? That's really your other part, right? So another part of you. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can feel them telepathically. So I would always like. You know, I was meditating every single day as soon as I knew, like, well, even before I knew that he was my twin, but I was doing the work. I was spiritually just waking up and just like, and I had no idea. Then I found out about twin flames and I'm like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I kept meditating, kept meditating. And then suddenly I put my hands on my heart and I'm feeling like crying emotions, but they're not my emotions. And I'm like, wait mm -hmm. a minute, this, this isn't me. So this was happening uh, quite frequently. 
So I feel like it was him, but it's possible that he may be going through it right now or, you know, went through it months later. So usually they say that they'll go through it like six months after you've been activated, but everyone's journey is different. Yeah. Okay. This yeah, so it's cool. a lot. It's a lot to unpack. Wow. I know. Yes, yeah, it's a lot to unpack, so for sure. Uh, Sylvia? Yeah, so does it only have to be as a romantic relationship or you could have a twin flame that is not, that is like your friend? No, it's always no. romantic. It's always romantic. Yeah. That, to me, it's always romantic. I know there's people out there that say, oh, you can, it can be your sister. It can be your friend. I'm like, no. <laughs> mm. Sparks it is the fire, is the sexual chemistry. It is the, the, oh, I the see. that you have mm. to go through that love bubble phase, right? Where you're just like, whoa, what is this? Like, I want you. I like you. Like, I can't get enough of you, right? Like, that's how it feels. And so for it to be platonic, it would be pointless. That would be a soulmate. So most of our okay. soulmates are actually platonic. Um, mm -hmm. Most of the husbands, the people that we marry and have a very long-term relationship with, that is the soulmate. It could be karmic as well. That's another, that's another uh, mm -hmm. uh, category. <laughs> Um, but karmics are more like lessons, uh, very tough, tough lessons, relationships that are tough lessons. And a lot of people will confuse karmics with twin flames because um, because the, the separation phases with, with twin flames, because they come in and out of our lives, karmics can do the same thing. Right. It's so mm. toxic that they go in and out, in and out, yeah. in and out. So people are like, oh, we're going through a separation phase. Oh, we're back together. Oh, we're separate. Mm -hmm. No, let's. That's a karmic when it's like, especially when it's really, they're so toxic to one another. Okay, but. because I was thinking about somebody and I was like, was that my twin flames? But I think it was more, <laughs> 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 I think it was more, more, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, karmic. Uh, karmic. 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 Like, like karma? Mm. Exactly. Yeah. It's, okay. karmic. it's basically karmic lessons that you have to learn to, basically your karmic, you have, we tend to have a karmic that teaches us self-love and this mm -hmm. is where a lot of people confuse it with the twin flame because the twin flame does that too but like i had a karmic that i had absolutely zero self-love okay even though yeah. yes. i even though I, I i was like no i'm pretty but yet i feel like shit this man is making me <laughs> feel like i'm and he was really nice to me but yeah i, Mine I wasn't didn't, i didn't i didn't know my worth yeah. i didn't have enough Love. What did you say? I said mine wasn't. It wasn't nice. So, yeah, yeah. Was, oh my god. Those karmics are not nice. But I've been lucky too, where I had I had pretty good I had pretty good men in my life. Like they were like I've remained friends with most of my exes, uh, most of them, not all. But um, <laughs> no, mm -hmm. I just thought about one, and I was like, they were <laughs> I think I think the, the key word in, in, in there is always you know you know what you're worth. Because exactly. unfortunately, I mean, in your 20s, you don't really know what you're worth, you know? Oh, yeah. And oh, you really can jerk forever. And yeah, you really have to. And when you know what you're worth, you're like, oh, oh I'm not going to take that shit anymore from you. I'm sorry. And, that, mm -hmm. and that's why on the Twin Flame journey, the Divine Feminine ends up knowing their worth after, you know, after they're doing the work. Okay. And they won't put up with any breadcrumb, breadcrumbs, you know, it's they know they're worth so much. And I think that's kind of what scares the divine masculine too, because mm -hmm. they know the divine feminine's worth. They always think yeah. that they always think that they're not good enough for the divine feminine, that they're that the divine feminine is too good for them, which is why one of the reasons why they run. 
It's so it just one yeah, question. Right. So what do the, what does it mean? Like they don't do uh, they do their work? Like the they're working? Yeah. yeah so like uh, they're like they're doing. Do you mean like meditating or it's just like yeah. individually, like just being aware of what a twin flame is and working? No, it, it's it's much deeper than that. I mean, you can know what a twin flame is and still not do anything about it. And this is why some people end up going through dark, several dark nights of the soul because they're mm -hmm. not. They're not focusing on their spiritual gifts. They're not focusing on being in a high vibration. You know, they're still stuck into in 3D programs, you know, still doing like trying to fulfill their ego, right? Like mm, I should have uh -huh. to max. I was constantly on social media all of the time. Okay. <laughs> I was always on social media because I wanted to be a blogger. I wanted to help people. I, but at the same time, mm -hmm. then I ventured off into the wrong path. And I was trying to be an influencer. And, oh, look at oh, me. Oh, yeah, I remember that face. <laughs> it's, it's weird because I didn't know what my path was. It was just like a, it was, it was, I was in my ego, right? And I'm like, oh, I need to get all the followers. And, dude, I deleted, I deleted <laughs> over 3,500 followers from my personal Instagram account and really? made it. I made it private because I'm like, I don't, I don't know these people. This is my yeah. personal. Mm -hmm. What do I need all these people like accounts following me for if I don't know them? You, know? you, had, a, you had a lot of people on Instagram. I remember that because. Because that was the account that I was going to make it like, you know, my blog or whatever. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so I'm stopping this. This is going to be my personal account. And then I'm making my guidance space. And that is going to be my account for spirituality mm -hmm. and twin flames yeah. and stuff to help people. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I can have as many followers on there. Yeah. Wants, personal, no. Like, it's so that's the thing. Like, my ego shed. My, my ego just died. I was like, I, none of this matters. I stopped drinking. I stopped partying. Not that I was a big partier, you know, <laughs> I, I, but, you know, it's just like meaningless shit. Excuse me. Like, excuse right, go me. ahead. No, my friends. <laughs> your friends. Excuse your friends. None of it mattered to me anymore. And, and so I just, I felt like I had to change my lifestyle. And mm -hmm. I don't know why, of course, because you're going through dark night of the soul and you're going through hell and you're like, I don't know what's happening to me. It actually happened exactly one year ago this month. Oh, you know? happy anniversary. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that was, that was a hell, that was a, a hell yeah. storm. It's, um, I'm proud of where I am today because of that. So I'm proud of like, you know, meeting my twin, even though it, it triggered my ego. I'm, I'm happy that I'm, I reconnected with him and, you know, got to where I am today because of him. I mm -hmm. honestly, I feel like I owe it up. I owe it to him, you know, <laughs> well, I owe it to God for, for putting us in each other's lives again, but mm. you know, I owe it to this twin flame journey to be where I am today. And that's something that I wish that a lot of my twin flame followers and clients would would focus more on is is the positivity of the journey instead of like, oh, my ego and I hate him and I want to block him and yeah. he's not you know, he's not coming into my life. Why is he ignoring me? Da, da, da. It's like, dude, focus on you. Focus yeah. on mm -hmm. you. Get get raise your vibration. It doesn't matter. Like if they're not in your life right now. That's, raise your vibration. Yes, people, raise your yeah. vibration. Yes. Vibes. Yes. It's going to happen if you raise your vibration. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I 
gonna see. I just saw a comment right now. I haven't been looking at the messages, but somebody just said, <laughs> "Someone just said I keep blocking him." Block him and focus on yourself. Yeah, learning today. It's you know you can't do these low vibrational things on the journey, and I understand mm -hmm. like you know when people are they're so angry, they're so hurt, right? Hurt people, hurt people, right? So mm -hmm. when we are we want to lash out. We want to take it out on them. But this journey should be teaching you, if this is your true twin flame, it should be teaching you unconditional love. I remember mm -hmm. my first initial reaction. I was very upset. I was very angry with my twin. And then suddenly something shifted in me. And I was like, why do I feel like I love this man that I barely know? <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's like, I forgive him. I forgive him because I know that this had to happen for me to, for me to grow. I know that I know that I'm going to grow out of this, but it's just a matter of time. Right. So it really all comes down to forgiveness, but it's, it's hard. It's hard for a lot of people, you know, and it, that has oh, a lot yeah. to do, it has a lot to do with the traumas that they have to heal too. Mm. Yeah. And so you work with them like uh, to go through these traumas or the, the dark nights of the soul. Is that what you yeah. part of your work? So most people, most people will contact me like either while they're in dark night of soul or after mm -hmm. uh, shortly after, because they realize, um, you know, they met somebody, they're going through this like awesome relationship that they think they're going through. I mean, they are, but you know, they think it's a normal relationship and suddenly they get ghosted. The person runs away and they're going <laughs> hell and then they suddenly they see my content on tiktok they're like i had a couple clients tell me that today they're like i don't know where i don't even know why i saw your content on tiktok and <laughs> popped up and everything resonated and i had to book a session with you so i try to guide people the best way i can you know t most of them they want to know if it's a twin flame right yeah. so i'm Okay, I'll, I'll do my best, but technically you have to go within and you have to know this for yourself, right? Yeah. I can't do mm -hmm. that for you, especially because some of these can be very, very confusing. I had a girl, <laughs> I had a girl who, because who, um, I, I do Q&As on Instagram stories sometimes, mm -hmm. and um, this girl says, I have four possible twin flame choices. How do what I know? You? <laughs> no, girl, you, I, I think you... No. <laughs> four. Come on. Four. Four. Yeah. four. And I was like, you must love hard because there, I mean, I used to be boy crazy. I probably would have thought the same thing if I knew yeah. about things back in the day, you know? Um <laughs> good thing I did, and I would have thought everybody was my twin flame. <laughs> right. You have to to go again in the definition of what is the twin flame, you guys. Your soul cut in two. Nothing <laughs> for okay. Yeah, you're so yeah, some people will tell me like a friend of mine was like, Oh, I've had several people that, you know, several people that I thought was my twin flame. Can you have more than one? No, because it's it's literally that's why they compare it to yin and yang. Because mm. it's literally like you're you're missing puzzle piece. It's your other half. So it's like the light and the dark. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like just complement one another. And um so if, you know, if you, like, this isn't a polyamorous relationship. If you were to bring someone else, you know what I'm saying? No. Like, this isn't a triangle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a circle. It is complete. <laughs>
Hi everyone, we had so much fun today talking with Jessica about Twin Flames. We hope that you enjoyed that conversation. Part two is as exciting and engaging and will be available on Monday. I wish you a great weekend.